Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Walking down the street, hand in mind. It don't keep them other guys. And that one night I'm looking at you But it's alright and that's okay Who could blame them anyway? You're so pretty and you ain't even got a clue Cause everywhere we go, girl, you're the star of the show And everybody's wondering and wanting to know What's your name? Is that girl biggest race of the year, where one driver will make history as a Daytona 500 champion. Be here to feel the power that takes your breath away and brings you to the edge of your seat and to experience the thrill of one of the greatest events in sports and one of the most iconic events in the world. This is the Daytona 500. Tickets are available now at 1-800-PIT-SHOP or Daytona500.com. This is NASCAR driver Brad Keselowski, and you're listening to the Pit Stop Radio. Good evening from Duggan Nation. I'm Tim Despain alongside my good friend, CLSpeedway.com, Mr. Stephen Wilson. He's right outside of Richmond Raceway 
The way the crow flies, I'm about eight miles south, which is 2.66-mile march. We call Talladega Super Speedway. Welcome to NASCAR Season 2020, Stephen. We haven't been on the I haven't been on the air in a while, so it took me a little bit to get this studio and stuff lined up, and uh, can't wait, brother. We got a, a very exciting. I think I think it's gonna be one of the most exciting seasons that we've ever seen in a while, brother. Well, certainly, um, gonna be a different season for sure. This being the last year, we're gonna run this race car uh, before we convert over to something else in 2021, and. Uh, Jim Johnson is uh, announcing this being his last season also. Um, I think, uh, yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be a, a different season for sure. Um, lots of them have already started making changes. Uh, NASCAR is uh, initiating their, their turnaround plan and has that fully, uh, has that fully, uh, uh, in the works, they've already started. Um, we're going to do some double headers at Pocono and night racing at Martinsville. And by April, we should know what the uh, what the new 2021 schedule and beyond is going to start looking like. And are we going to go to some new places? Um, we're going to go to some road courses. Uh, uh, we'll 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 have to see how what it all comes out to be. But uh, yeah, it's. Uh, Shaping up that this year will uh, be very interesting, and there'll be a lot of news, I'm sure, coming out of everything this year. Exactly, Tim. I know you and I, we got blowed up with uh, notes all day today. It was hard keeping up, it seems like, after the Rolex 24 there at Daytona and uh, after the Super Bowl. You know, everybody always posts on social media, you know, after the Super Bowl, you know, it's, it's time for NASCAR. And NASCAR has been around for a long time, too, and they went through many, many changes. Like, like you said, we got the new, uh, the new, the new car coming out in 2021. And just to mention some other things too, Stephen, NASCAR sent us out a note the other day. They're changing the way that they do these stages. It's going to make the first and second stages a little bit longer, but the last stage, stage three, is going to be the longest. Can you talk a little bit about that? In quite, in your opinion, why do you think NASCAR changed some stages? Do you think? In my opinion, I think they done it because you could just about run a stage before you had to make a pit stop, correct? Yeah, they had kind of geared it around so that the stage would end sometime around a, a fuel run. Um, so, you know, we some places we could uh, run an entire fuel, entire load without having to pit, aside from whatever cautions it might be. Um, and providing it with a state and clean, um, I think this, they, uh, you know, NASCAR has, uh, you know, the other the other change that they've gone back to is um, they're they're using halfway as the official mark race mark of of the uh, uh, of the race. Um, so you know that's that's something else that um, they've gone back to. Um, I think uh, that you know that's again in response to uh, what a lot of people have uh, asked for from the fan side, and I don't know how many drivers or teams have asked for it, but I think traditionally the halfway mark has uh, been something that NASCAR fans kind of felt slighted when they announced you know these stage racing and how they would gear the official race towards uh, the end of stage two. Now, they are still going to keep um, the end of stage two. Um, you know, they, there's going to be some events that half the halfway mark is going to be beyond the end of stage two. So there'll be some events where we're likely to see um, a stage two could end uh, a race as an official race, but you know, for, for scoring purposes, um, you know, they're looking at going back to that halfway mark, and, you know, that's something I'd like because it's a way to keep track of what's going on and when it's going on during the race and how close we are to an official race. So, you know, I think, uh, you know, from my perspective, I can kind of gauge how a race is playing out um, based on that mark and, it's just helpful for me. I don't know how helpful it is for other 
Uh, but I, I think uh, making changes to to the stages are something that fans have asked for. I know a lot of fans have just asked them to do away with it, and whether that's further pending after this year or not, who knows. But, you know, they are making changes, and, you know, fans have asked for changes. Stephen, you bring up a good point. I hadn't thought about this this in a while since you brought up the halfway point. You know, uh, they used to uh, – NASCAR years ago used to give uh, halfway money. Do you think we could be leaning toward coming to seeing the halfway money again? And, you know, also they used to – with you bringing up your uh, your point there, they always – they used to do the uh, the Goodies Headache Award too. Do you think we could be seeing some of this going back a little bit to the old time? Maybe not at every race, but maybe like at Darlington where they go to the throwback, sort of maybe throw that in there too with the throwback being at throwback weekend there at uh, Kerry Thorpe's track at Darlington Raceway there. And then you got something that sort of goes back to sort of the old times, as I would say. I know you can relate and you can remember back whenever they used to do the halfway money and the goodies headache awards. Even do you think that's something that's going to, might need to look into to sort of enhance everything? Also, um, yeah. To be honest with you, to be honest with you, uh, I would like to see something of that caliber come back in some shape or form, uh, instead of the stages. Um, I've not been particularly a fan of stage racing um, in the way that it's played out. Um, primarily the aspect that the stage races were uh, designed or you know, marketed as a way that TV would be able to get all the, com- uh, the commercials in without interrupting green flag racing. And, I don't think that's been necessarily true from a TV partner standpoint where, um, you know, we're still missing critical parts of races. We're still missing pit stops. We're still missing caution incidents. And, you know, these stages were a way for them to to be able to capture more of that, and it's just not been necessarily so. Um, So to be honest with you, um, yeah, I I would like to see, yeah, I think that would be something – in the fact of NASCAR saying, um, you know, at lap X, Y, and Z and the halfway mark, um, we're going to award some extra points to the top ten or whoever it may be and predefine that out through the season so that they know when they go to Daytona in the 500, you know, let's just say at lap 50 and lap 100, um, you know, they're going to get some extra points. And, you know, at the end of the race, they're, you know, they, they get the final points. Um, I think that's a way of, of doing it, um, and, I, and I don't think, you know, we, we would see a change much on the fact of what's being captured, you know, from the television partners, and that's, that's really something I would like to see happen just because, uh, you know, it gives more continuity to the race itself. Um, it doesn't feel like, you know, we're being put in, uh, almost like a uh, an intermission in hockey or halftime in football, where you know the continuity of the race uh, continues to play out naturally, and uh, you know whatever happens happens. But you know you're also incentivizing um, drivers and the fact of uh, you know on lap you know 50 and 100 and the Daytona 500, you're going to get extra points, um, just like you do down in the stages and maybe tie that to some bonus money or something like that, too. I think it gives um, drivers a, a more of a reason to maybe be a bit more competitive, uh, again, when you're tying uh, you know, both points of money together. That's right. Steve, let me know there. Let me let everybody know the number to call in is 215-383-3681. I can't believe I had forget that since our last show in December, but... Uh, uh, coming up here shortly, we've got a uh, public relations director there at Daytona International Speedway, our good friend Mr. Andrew Booth, going to be swinging in and talking about uh, the upcoming speed weeks. You know, Stephen, I know you're going to head down that way also. Unfortunately, I had a situation come up, uh, a meeting that I could not get out of, so I had to cancel my plans to Daytona, but I know you'll, you, you'll be down there. But I want to touch on a little bit, I know, 
you've had some uh, website issues today, but uh, we've had a couple notes come come out, and I want to get your thoughts on. Uh, I seen your post on your website also, and also on the Twitter. I actually posted it on on uh, my site that you uh, that you host, and, and anybody that that's listening, if you need a uh, web host, be fast, Mag. It's Stephen Wilson. Give him a shout out there. Holler at him. He'll he'll set you up, take care of you, and everything. Won't won't cost you, but uh, arm and a leg to get that done. But anyway, Stephen, Robbie Lyons is going to race a few races there with JD Motorsports, and Robbie's sort of been in and out of vehicles and you know jd we've had jd on the show multiple times and uh you know ross chastain the watermelon man he was there also but now he's gone over to to a colleague what type of window does this open up for that young man there robbie Lyons, at jd motorsport oh yeah jd and everybody over there they've um they've always sucked people in and out of their cars but they feel can put them in the best position to 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 finish, um, you know, any equipment that they have. And we've seen Ross Chastain obviously really just um, outperform those cars by all means, which you see where it gives him the uh, the, the opportunities that he currently has, both uh, at Chip Ganassi Racing and. Um, uh, uh, nice Motorsports last year running for the Truck Series Championship or uh, Callaway Racing this year in the Xfinity Series. So, you know, this is just an opportunity for, you know, dri- drivers that are looking to, uh, uh, to help themselves um, and move on. And JD has always been good about helping those drivers. And we've seen a lot of drivers go through his stables over the years that have, uh, been able to, uh, you know, perform and go on, um, you know, landing half on others come to mind, too, at the same time. That's right. And, Stephen, uh, I got some breaking news just come across the table. I don't know if you got it for me. This just in. The pit stop with him and Spanish Stephen Wilson is not going to nowhere compete to the State of the Union address tonight for uh, President Trump. Just want to let everybody know our numbers are not going to be as high as his. We just got that breaking news there from corporate. I think Anne-Marie sent that from corporate. So we're not going to have the numbers as the State of the Union address is probably going to have. <laughs> yeah, I think it'd be a little bit hard-pressed to go against that. You got that right, brother. Yeah, just had to throw that out there. Tell tell AM I I got the email from uh, from corporate and she sent out the numbers and we're not going to compete that way. But anyway, Stephen, uh, coming up here shortly, we're going to have uh, Andrew Booth there. But I got a few more things I want to cover. Uh, we had uh, Spencer Boyd. Uh, I'd been texting back and forth with him, trying to get some information about him. He hadn't. Uh, Announced his plans for 2020, but uh, Spencer is coming back. Our good friend Spencer Boyd, that retired from the radio business from our uh, Speedway Digest Radio Network, he and uh, uh, Altus, I can't think of it. anyway. They done a show last year, but uh, Spencer signed back with Young's Motorsports, and he's got a big sponsor there uh, for the truck race here at Daytona. We want to talk a little bit about Spencer, Stephen. I mean, you know, Spencer won the uh, truck race here. At Talladega Super Speedway, his first win after who was that that got disqualified? I can't remember. Was it Johnny Sauter? Is it Johnny Sauter won his too. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think it was Johnny Sauter. Or was it Brett Moffat? Um, uh, I, I, I can't remember. <laughs> I think it was Sauter. I think it was Sauter. But yeah, just to, you know, Spencer, you know, won that race here, the uh, Sugar Land. Sugarland Shines 250, and I got to talk to him. And that that young man there, you know, he had forgot where he come from. He uh he uh, told me that uh, that he uh, he started uh, detailing vehicles there at Hendrick Motorsports in downtown Charlotte, or Hendrick Hendrick Chevrolet in downtown Charlotte. <laughs> yeah, I think that you know there's only sounds like there's a thunder right there. Uh, you know, there was some car dealer in downtown Charlotte. That's, that kind of sounds like how that whole 
fucking deal started. <laughs> You're going back to days of thunder, ain't you, brother? <laughs> yeah, I think we can make a thousand references to the days of thunder. That's right. Stephen, before we bring on Andrew here, I know he's he's getting ready to uh, to come on. Talk a little bit. We got the 42nd annual Bush Clash now. Uh, NASCAR has went back from the Budweiser shootout to back to the original Clash with Bush. Uh, that's a good move there. Uh, with sponsorship and off, Andrew and him there at Daytona, and we've got a 18-car field so far. But what's your take on Bush? Coming back, making it to Bush Clash. I think that means a lot to the old days, bro. Yeah, I think uh, you know. Again, these are these are things that fans have asked for for quite some time, and just uh, a lot of times it's in response to um, the way that the winds, the marketing winds, move. We've seen Sprint and Nextel come on board for, for this kind of stuff, being that they were the, you know, the series sponsor, but, um, you know, Bush, with this new sponsorship deal that NASCAR has been after a cup series is going to starting this year, uh, Bush is going to be a major player in, you know, one of their key major uh, marketing and sponsorship uh, of the series, so kind of gives them an opportunity to come back and put their name back on that race. Yeah, that's right. You know, and uh I know uh Blake Cook and Cook Cook Industries there, they're uh, they're uh they're gonna sponsor Ryan Newman's number six wrestling with car there with Crew Chief Scott Graves. Uh I think that's a pretty good move there for Ryan Newman. And you know, Ryan's uh he's he's been sticking in there just like old Rusty O'Neill, brother. You just can't pull him out of there. And you know, he's getting up in age. How long do you think we're going to see Ryan Neiman there at Ralph Fenway? Um, you know, we, we, I think every year we try and pick out or one or two or three people that may, you know, announce that at some point they're going to give up. And we've kind of had our eyes on Dylan Johnson for quite some time. And I think Ryan may be. You know, he, he's coming to the end of his career. Um, I don't think anybody talks about any of it. But, you know, I think, uh, you know, at some point we, we may uh, we may see him uh, um, step out of the car. So it's hard to tell. Um, but maybe sometime in the next uh, couple of years or so, I, I would probably assume maybe another two years, maybe, that he uh, will uh, step out of that car and... Uh, uh, you know, move on to, to something else, working on the farm and working with the animals and stuff like that. That's right, Stephen. And, Stephen, let's go ahead and bring on Public Relations Director there at Daytona International Speedway, Mr. Andrew Booth in the pit stop with Tim Spanish, Stephen Woods. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. Mr. Andrew, how, you, buddy, doing, how you doing tonight, my friend? You're doing good, Andrew. Uh, Thank you for taking time to call in, brother. You got it. My pleasure. How y'all doing? Doing, doing awesome. Uh, Stephen Wilson's gonna make a trek down there, I think, pretty shortly. But uh, I want to ask you a couple questions, Andrew. I know your time is limited. Everything's busy down there, and then I'm gonna throw you over to Stephen Wilson at Speedway Digest. Uh, coming off IMSA, you know, with the Relic Twenty Relic Twenty Four down there, you know. Your track, Daytona, is my sister track here at Talladega. Just how much work goes into after the Rolex there, getting that track ready, getting everybody ready for the 60-second running of the Daytona 500? I mean, that's a lot of work, isn't it, man? Well, it, it is a lot of work. And it, the, really, the, for our season, it, it really begins back on January 2nd. Um, actually, January 3rd is the first day of the Roar before the Rolex 24. That's the three-day test session we have for the Rolex 24. That, that's turned into a major event in itself. We have thousands of 
Boys and Girl Scouts camping out, and we have a lot of fans that come out for that test session, as well as a race. We actually have a race during that weekend. <clears throat> and then uh, we, we have ARCA testing, and then we go into uh, the Rolex 24, which is a grueling event it, it, in terms of what goes on in that infield. A lot of things take place from a, the Ferris wheel to a 5K to fireworks to all the racing, all the displays from all the manufacturers that happens. Uh, the, the pre-race um, pomp and circumstance and, and, and all the fans and the camping and all of that. So the, uh, the facility does uh, um, does host a lot of people for that event. And, and that event is really an infield event, so that's where a lot of the stress of it comes from. Uh, but it was a great event this year. We had just thousands and thousands of fans. We had great weather and, uh, and great racing. Um, so uh, And then it's just a continuation into the stock car portion of Speed Weeks, which happens this weekend. And uh, we have it for the next two weeks, and then I think we get a week or two off, and then we're into Daytona Supercross. And we had, the day after the 500, we we start to go into the Supercross and building that course and the trial. So uh, this journey for us doesn't really end until I think March 15th. That'll be the last day of Bike Week. Uh, but our staff is uh, is prepared for it. We're used to it. Uh, we know what the schedule. We know what to expect, and they do a great job uh, servicing all these different events and all the different uh, fans that come to the Speedway. Andrew, I'll, I want to give you kudos. I do, because your track down there at Daytona, like you said, all that that y'all have going on there. And my good buddy, Russell Brown, all he has to take care of, of is two weeks up here at Dega, but you got, <laughs> you got it going on for a long time, man. Well, we, we are the world center of racing, and uh, we live up to that moniker. Uh, but it's two wheels, uh, four wheels, or even two feet. We hosted a triathlon in December. Um, we can host a lot of different things. In May, we are going to have a three-day uh, classic rock music festival. Um, so it could be a, a car show. It could be a commercial shoot. It could be some closed course testing. It could be police motorcycle training. It could be the biggest race in NASCAR. Uh, it could be the biggest sports car race. Um, the, you know, the Supercross race, we're celebrating our 50th running this year. There's so much great history, great events that we host here year-round. Uh, we're close to 300 days out of the year with something going on, and uh, we generate economic impact for the state of Florida, close to $1.6 billion. Um, so this is a very special place. Um, it's a very busy place, and, and that's one of the reasons why I love being here so much, the, the different types of racing that we're able to do. Uh, it, just, uh, it, distinct, it makes us very distinctive, uh, the distinctive motorsports facility from anything else you see in this world. That's right, and y'all, you and your team do a hell of a job of, Andrew, just sort of uh, some of our listeners, I've had a lot of texts on social media messages and stuff. Letting, uh, you know, I was letting them know that you was coming on tonight. But a lot of people don't know Andrew Booth. Can you let everybody know where Andrew Booth come from, how he got into the NASCAR business, how he ended up at Daytona? And like I said, you do a great job. Of, but some of our people want to know, who is Andrew Booth? <laughs> well, I prefer to be a behind-the-scenes kind of guy. But since you want to know, I'll tell you. Um, I've been at the Speedway now. Uh, it's coming up on my 20th year. Uh, before being at the Speedway, I worked for the local newspaper. Um, I'm born and raised in the Daytona Beach community. Um, one of the first memories I have of going to the Speedway was probably Bobby Allison's 1988 uh, Daytona 500 victory with his son, Davey, right behind him. Um, but going to the racetrack since I was like 12, 13 years old. Um, went to high school uh, right nearby the Speedway Mainland High School and went to uh, Stetson University just down the road in uh, Deland, Florida. So um, lived here all my life. The place has always been very special to me. I'm very fortunate to uh, work at my home racetrack. And, uh, and, and as I mentioned before, one of the things that really has always uh, drawn me to Daytona is, is the different types of racing that we have here. Um, I'm, I, we do NASCAR for sure, two big weekends and, and uh, one of the – really the two two of the biggest weekends that the sport has uh, during the year, but also to have this uh, racing's biggest sports car race here in America, the Rolex 24 at Daytona. Um, really, uh, the original Supercross, the Daytona Supercross in March, and then the Daytona 200, which, you know, we talk about the Daytona, Daytona National Speedway being 62 years old. Um, the Daytona 200 first started on the beach uh, back in the 1930s and is 79 years old. Um, so just, just great history. I, I love doing different things, and this job is uh, – you just never know uh, what to expect one day to the next. Exactly. And, again, Andrew, I'm going to throw you over to Stephen Woodson at SpeedwayDigest.com. Just to let you know, if you see a, if you see somebody fishing and it's got one of them big long 
one of them long bill rim hats. It's probably my good friend Grant Lynch down that way. So just sort of wave at him and let him go on. Yeah, yeah you got it. We got a good fishing hole at Daytona National Speedway. So you're right. He definitely would come by. That's right. Andrew, thank you very much, and good luck on everything, and thank you for everything that you do for the sport, and thank you for calling in. Tonight. I'm hanging over Stephen Wilson, SpeedwayDigest.com. Thanks again, brother. You got it, my friend. Andrew, I appreciate you taking the time to come on here tonight and talk a little bit about what you guys got going on. You're coming up uh, this year, we're going to return to the Bush Clash. What does that mean to Daytona to have that iconic name? Uh, put back on this event and on the Sunday afternoon like it was traditionally done. Yeah, that that name means a lot to our race fans. Um, th- it was the original name of this race back in, in 1979. It did change um, several different times from the Budweiser shootout to the Bud shootout. And, um, and then we've slowly worked our way back there. Uh, we got Clash back a couple years ago, but to get Anheuser-Busch's support, uh, behind this race and to bring that name back, that logo back. Um, certainly uh, you feel a lot of energy from the fans, and that means a lot to us. Um, it is a great exhibition race. It's a great way to get the season started, and uh, we're looking forward to doing that on Sunday. It's a great one-two punch on Sunday with the Daytona 500 qualifying presented by Kroger. So it's, it's, a, nice, uh, it's a nice day for the fans and the tenants. We, uh, we firm up the front row for the Daytona 500, and then uh, we'll have 18 drivers out there for 75 laps. Uh, be a good indication to see who's got what um, going into the uh, the next weekend with the Daytona 500. There's no points at stake on this one. It's just uh, just bring home the trophy. Um, so it's uh, it's usually a very lively race. We're looking forward to getting this uh, Daytona Speed Week started off with a bang with the Bush Clash. You guys are unique in the aspect that you've got two weekends back to back, all culminating in about. Uh, 10, 11 days or so, and a lot of these fans come in and they stay this entire time. What do you think draws these fans in uh, and come to the track to spend, you know, a week and a half or so with you guys down there? Well, um, a couple different things, I think, go into it. Um, They have a great time down here. Our weather is is phenomenal Uh, uh, for the most part, um, the exception of, you know, a front that might pass through. Our, our weather's about 70 degrees and a beautiful Florida sunshine. Um, so that's a that's a big draw right there. Uh, it's a great area to visit here in the Daytona Beach, the Central Florida area. A lot of attractions from Disney World to SeaWorld to Kennedy Space Center to the world's most famous beach. So there's a lot to do around the area. And then if you look at the Speedway, um, it's a great facility. Uh, the $400 billion renovation we did to the front stretch, as well as our infield, uh, the, the UNOH Fan Zone. Uh, Lake Lloyd. We have great camping grounds. It's just a place that you want to be at, and you certainly don't mind being there for a, a week and a half. Uh, it's a great environment, and uh, there are a lot of there are already fans here. Um, they uh, the West Lot has already got campers there, and uh, you know it's just a it's a special event. You think about the fans that come here. A lot of people might not realize this, but all 50 states and more than 45 countries are represented amongst our ticket holders. Uh, this is a worldwide event. And uh, it, it's a, it's it's great to be a host of that. Coming into the Daytona 500, um, we start the season off with the biggest race of the year. Um, what is your projection that you're looking at this year? What do you what do you think? Uh, what are you thinking after you after last year? And uh, you know, should we see a uh, another JGR Denny Hamlin <clears throat> driver um, sitting there in victory lane at the end of the night? Well. Steven, it's very likely that's the case, but um, you find somebody that can predict a, um, a super speedway race and how it's going to turn out, um, uh, then they get it correct, and you've got something there. Uh, it's a very hard thing to predict here at Daytona. You really don't know who's going to win this race to the last turn of the last lap. But I think we'll get a good indication through the clash, uh, through the duel, um, through the practices, you know, who's got the hot hand. Uh, but certainly Toyota is – been very hot here the last couple of years, and no reason to think that they won't be strong again. But this is Daytona. As you see at Talladega, anything can happen. So uh, really tough to predict, and uh, there's a lot of great storylines from Jimmy Johnson's last uh, race, last Daytona 500 as a full-time driver. You know, the Kyle Busch is 14 tries at trying to win this race. He's won everything else in the sport, still trying to win the Daytona 500. Uh, to a, a very uh, hot rookie class with some great names from Tyler Reddick and 
Cole Custer and Christopher Bell could produce an unpredictable winner as well. I think uh, it all remains to be seen. Andrew, I appreciate you taking the time to come on here tonight. Um, we'll give you an opportunity to let everybody know where they can where they can get tickets at. If you got anything left out there, uh, camping, uh, it's on you. Uh, how does it? Can they follow the track? And uh, appreciate the time that you've taken with us tonight. You got it. One eight hundred Pit Shop Daytona five hundred dot com. We've sold out the Daytona five hundred four straight years. And so I definitely encourage fans that they're going to make that trip down to, to purchase their tickets as soon as they can. Thanks a lot. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Andrew. Appreciate it, brother. Andrew Boother, Stephen. He uh, brings up a lot of good points. I hadn't really thought about I had thought about the uh, Rolex 24 there. You know, and like, you know, I had to crack on Russell, you know, who just got two weeks here at Duggar. But they got a lot of stuff going on. They got the motocross. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that goes on at Daytona that Andrew has to be on his heels about me. Yeah, there's a, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that they do down there. I mean, they're kind of, uh, they're kind of like, uh, you know, I think Charlotte a lot of times, but I use them as, a, as an example of, a track that tries to cater to so many different fan bases out there, um, and they put on all kinds of different events. Um, but it's just aside from the obvious NASCAR stuff, and they're they're uh, you know they're uh, you know they they do the same thing down there. They've uh, got two weekends down there with the NASCAR, but you think of Rolex, you think of Supercross, you think of Bike Week, you think of um, they've got country music festivals this year. They're going to bring Welcome uh, Welcome to Rockville there, um, which had uh, been uh, uh, in Jacksonville for the last couple of years. Um, you know, so there there's a lot of things that they continue to put in there and they continue to do uh, throughout the year. Um, you know, so you know they are really a truly multi-purpose facility that do so many different things. That's right. And Stephen, let's go ahead and take a little quick break. Let you uh, let you get unwinded, and because I know you've done a lot more talk than I have, I want to thank you for doing all that. But again, uh, uh, I'm Timmy Sain, alongside of SpeedwayDigest.com, Mr. Stephen Woods. So we're going to take a little quick break. When we come back, Stephen, let's go ahead and get it, and give everybody the. Uh, I know you're Johnny on the spot with the with the race week deal. I, I know tomorrow really starts. It's the first date that's on the schedule that Daytona put out. We'll get the schedule out and let everybody know our predictions of the Bush class, and then we'll we'll just have fun, brother. So, again, number to call in is 215-383-3681. We're going to take a little quick break. We'll be right back for live from Talladega, Alabama, right after this. Don't worry. 
Jerry B. Happy. And I'm NASCAR driver Daniel Hemrick, and you're listening to the Pit Stop Radio. We're back live from Bega Nation. Again, I'm Tony Spain alongside SpeedwayDigest.com's Mr. Steven Wilson. Uh, Steven, if we can. Uh, I know our time's coming up here short. I know you got a lot to do on your side. i got a lot to do, a lot to do too. But, uh, again, the number calling is 215-3681. I want to thank everybody for listening tonight. Steven, if I can, I want to read off the uh, – the uh, 42nd Annual Bush Clash, Daytona, the entry list there. Uh, Kurt Busch, Fred Keselowski, Austin Dillon, Kevin Harvick, Ryan Neiman, Chase Elliott, Eric Amarola, Denny Hamlin, Ryan Blaney, Clint Boyer, Kyle Busch, Martin Truex Jr., Eric Jones, Joe Logano, William Byron, Kyle Larson, Jimmy Johnson, and Alex Bowman. That's your 18-car field for uh, – the 42nd running of the Bush Class there at uh, Andrew Bush Track there, Daytona International Speedway. And Stephen, uh, I know you have you're you're big on scheduling. You're big on letting everybody know times and stuff. So I'll let you have the floor, and we'll get that out and we'll jump out of here, bud. Because I uh, I think our ratings might be catching up with Trump's uh, State of the Union. I don't know. I'll have to get with corporate. I'll check with AM, but corporate says we might be getting close. Uh, yeah. Well, Saturday Saturday afternoon, twelve thirty p.m. Uh, Arkham Nard Series qualifying, just be quick qualifying for those guys. Uh, followed by uh, Cup Series first practice, and uh, from one thirty-five to two twenty-five is the uh, final practice or second practice for them. Um, three o'clock to three fifty. Uh, Arkham Nard series uh, racing from uh, on Daytona, 80 laps, 200 miles. That'll be at 4:45 Eastern with uh, the random draw for the driver for the starting position of the Bush Class 7:30. That'll be in the fan zone for anybody that's around there. Uh, let's see. Then, uh, then on Sunday afternoon, 12:30 p.m. NASCAR Cup Series qualifying, pole and outside pole qualifying for the Daytona 500. Uh, and to set the goals for uh, Thursday night at Daytona, one lap, all vehicles, uh, to be followed by the Bush Clash, 3 o'clock, 75 laps, 187.5 miles. Oh, that'll be on uh, that'll be on Fox. MRM will have your uh, radio coverage for that. Fox Sports or Fox Sports 1, Stephen? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Uh, Arca Race being uh, Fox Sports 1, uh, Paul Miles at Paul Qualifying with MRN, that'll be on Fox, and uh, Bush Clash will be on Fox. All right, okay. brother. And <laughs> if not, we can we can correct it on, the, on social media. But, Stephen, uh, I want to again, thank you for being a superb partner, and I know you're going to have to uh, take a leave of absence here 
after a couple of weeks, but uh, I know you're going to do the show next Tuesday. It, do you have Gus Dean scheduled for next Tuesday, or am I seeing something wrong? Just wanted to ask. If not, I've got uh, Brian Crichton. I'm going to a uh, to a press conference at Talladega Super Speedway here Thursday. It got moved from tomorrow to Thursday because it was National Signing Day there, so i got to go out there for that Thursday, and I know Russell wants to get Brian on. Do you have anybody scheduled for next Tuesday? I hate to talk about it over there, but might as well. Uh, no, I got Gustine scheduled for the 18th. Okay. That's good. Uh, I need to look at our calendar. I'm sorry. <laughs> but again, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Uh, Tim Spain's back. Stephen Wilson's back. But he's going to take a little short break. And no questions asked about his little short break, but Tim's going to handle everything. Uh, I'm going to be lost without my buddy there, Stephen Wilson, there whenever he takes his little time off. But, again, Stephen, uh, I want to thank you very much for everything that you do for the sport. Thank you very much for handling my website. And before we let you jump out of here, uh, let everybody know where they can follow you on social media and your website, my friend. You got the floor. You can follow us on, on Twitter at Speedway Digest, Facebook.com slash Speedway Digest and SpeedwayDigest.com. Sounds good, brother. And I will be emailing you pictures and audio from Dega. That way, because uh, this is going to be real time. I'm going to gonna have to step it up a little bit, uh, kick it in overdrive, and sort of send it to you as I get it. That way you can put it out. But, again, y'all follow Stephen uh, for this press conference coming up. Thursday at Talladega Super Speedway, we got Brian Crichton, the new president there, filling in. Uh, got Grant Lynch's job there. But again, I want to thank, uh, I want to thank you, Stephen. I want to thank uh, Andrew Booth from Daytona International Speedway for joining us. And we're going to say good night from Talladega, Alabama. We will see you next Tuesday evening. Y'all have a great State of the Union address time. See you, brother.
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.